G'day there, Jess here. Welcome to episode 200, I had to think there for a second, episode 277 of the Crane Thrive podcast. It is the end of the year and you probably are in the midst of holidays, which is awesome. I hope you have an amazing holiday period. Uh, I know things are a bit tough out there right now, so I hope you are able to see your family and friends and spend a bit of time with loved ones. But if you are looking for a bit of a distraction, today I have it for you. I have an interview with Car Brulhart, who is a social media expert. She's worked for some of the big companies and corporations, but she's gone out on her own and uh, she managed to grow her Instagram from zero to over 45,000 followers in less than 10 months by using Instagram Reels. And that is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So if you have no idea about what Instagram Reels are or how you can use them, or maybe you've kind of dipped your toe in, but you're not really sure, we cover all of that in today's episode. We tell you what they're all about, how to use them, some tips and tricks to get the most out of using Reels, some examples uh, of ways that you as a maker can use Reels to promote your handmade business on Instagram, and also why Reels are so useful at this point in time. We cover all of that in today's episode. Now, before we start the interview, I'm very excited uh, because Spotify has now released the ability to rate podcasts, which is awesome because I listen to all of my podcasts on Spotify and I also have my podcast on Spotify. So if you are listening to this on Spotify or you do listen to this podcast on Spotify, please consider going and just, it takes like 10 seconds. You just go to the podcast page and you'll be able to leave a quick star rating. It's as easy as that. It's super, super quick and super, super simple. So if you could pop over there and leave me a five star rating, that would be absolutely amazing. I'd like to get some five star, (laughs) some five stars up there on my Spotify if I can. So that is the exciting thing for me as a podcaster that's happened in the last few weeks. So thank you to everybody who does that. It's super quick. And of course, if you're listening on some other platform and it allows you to rate and review the show, I would really love for you to take a moment to do that too. It's a Christmas present to me. Spend a minute (laughs) to review or rate the show uh, and wish me a, a happy new year or Merry Christmas or whatever holiday you happen to celebrate. It would mean a lot to me. So thank you in advance. And thank you for everyone who's already done that. Also, of course, big shout out as always to the members of the Thriver Circle, my membership community for makers. Without their support, this show wouldn't exist. So if you do want to actually support the show, the best thing you can do is to go on over to thrivercircle.com and join up for a month or more and get access to all of the content. I have so much for you in the Thriver Circle. We have monthly workshops and calls and chats, but there's also 40 plus video workshops waiting for you as soon as you join that you can do instantly. And of course, last but not least, this would be the absolute best time to join the circle because you'll get access to Your Year to Thrive, which is a year-long course that will tell, teach you everything you need to start and grow a successful handmade business. So if you're one of those people who likes to start things at the beginning of the year, joining in the first week of January, you'll get a lesson every week for 52 weeks. So that would be an awesome time to join the circle and start your year to thrive and make 2022 the best year your handmade business has ever had. All right, shall we get on with the show. I hope you enjoy this one. I had a blast chatting with Car, and I learned a lot because I am not really down with the reels, 
Well, I'm, I am now because I've, I've talked to Car about it. But yeah, it's not something I was really into or familiar with, but I definitely see the potential and I'm planning on doing more on my own social media. So hopefully you can be inspired too. Let's get to it. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. So, I am here today with Car. Heart. And uh, I should say, we t- talked about her name before we started. And she's like, it's like creme brulee. And I'm like, yes, my favorite dessert. So <laughs> that was easy to remember. Welcome, Car. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, my father is Swiss. He's from Switzerland originally. Uh, and so that's the easiest way to explain people. It actually means flaming heart. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Which I am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny. My name's Dutch as well. My full name is Vanden Wassenberg, which means from the town of Wassenberg. And Wassenberg means like water mountain or something. So there you go. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's German. Yeah. <laughs> Wassenberg. Although, yeah. Although exactly. We should actually be saying Wassenberg, but nobody would know what the hell that was. So we just, <laughs> we anglicize it and say Wassenberg. I love it. <laughs> so I'm very excited to have Kai here today because we're going to be talking Instagram and we're also going to be talking very specifically about reels, which is the current big thing in Instagram. And I know a lot of you are interested in it, maybe don't quite know how to do it or what the purpose of it is, or, you know, it's it's like, oh, no, Instagram's doing something new. Great. You know, <laughs> so, yes. but Car knows all about this and has done a fantastic job with it and teaches people how to do it. So without further ado, can you let us know your background, your history, how you got into this very specific part of the industry. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me, Jess. I really appreciate it. Uh, so <laughs> hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. My name is Car Brulhart, and I have almost eight years, I almost said seven there, almost eight years of social media experience, which um, funnily enough started um, when I was a tax accountant. So I was a tax accountant for close to five years uh, in Vancouver, Canada, where I'm from. And when I met my now husband, I ended up transitioning into marketing. So I moved from Vancouver to Berlin, Germany, and I was lucky enough there uh, to be recruited to work with the United Nations at their very first ever um, startup accelerator with the World Food Program. So I was um, tasked with managing our social media account for our app called Share the Meal. And along with that, I was also responsible for not just Instagram, but Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn. (laughs) And so I was kind of forced to learn everything, figure out the trends. And at the time, uh, we were just experimenting with video content. And so as you can imagine, this was in 2015, uh, video was really expensive and difficult to do right because you needed to hire people to edit things and you needed b-roll and you needed to have uh you know fancy camera gear and so we were able to make this the most successful charity app ever primarily through instagram facebook and video and so that's where i got my first foray into social media which was an amazing opportunity and it just opened more doors for me Uh, so 
we ended up leaving Berlin uh, to move to the US uh, after about two years, two years, four months of working at the UN. And we ended up in New York City. And when I was in New York, I had to wait for my work permit to arrive. And so I had to wait over 10 months. And in that time, I wasn't able to work. And so I decided being half Mexican, my mom is half Mexican, or my mom is Mexican, so I'm half Mexican. (laughs) Um, I decided to create a Shopify e-commerce store and create a Instagram page where I was going to Mexico, working with local indigenous communities and bringing back goods and then selling them on Shopify. And so I had this amazing Instagram page where I was showcasing my work and uh, talking about the stories of the artisans. And I ended up selling out all of my Uh, inventory very quickly. And then as luck would have it, uh, my work permit came in. And so I left that kind of passion project aside and ended up going to work at a advertising technology company. And that was very interesting. I sort of took the first job that presented itself. Uh, and in hindsight, it was it was not the right place for me. It was quite a toxic environment, sadly. But that being said, that's where I really got to understand how the big boys play with advertising and how difficult it is for small business owners, small makers and creators to make a dent and get impressions and ultimately make sales when there's these massive ad budgets going around. And I'm talking hundreds of thousands of dollars a day being spent on Facebook and Instagram. And when I was there, I kind of started thinking a little bit more about, you know, we'd had all this success with Share the Meal. We'd done it all with zero budget, just through video, just through partnerships and through influencer marketing and Instagram. And so I realized through that and through my e-commerce store that the world of Instagram was limitless. There was so much potential there for small businesses and entrepreneurs. So then I got hired um, as the first U.S. hired for a D2C vitamin subscription company. So they were doing like a personalized quiz and they would pair you with your vitamins. And so I was hired to be the head of social media and head of brand partnerships. So that was really exciting. That was in Brooklyn. And unfortunately, after one year there, COVID hit. And I was nine months pregnant with my first child. And all of us at the startup lost our job. Mm. And so the startup closed. And here I was two weeks before giving birth to my daughter uh, without a job, unemployed in, in New York City. And so I had my daughter. And luckily, you know, I had I have my husband and we had some savings. And so I was able to take a little bit of time to figure out exactly what it was that I wanted to do and really think about my skill set and how I could help others. And so um, in December, after taking a 10 month kind of leave, I was getting um, organic clients through my personal Instagram page and through my House of Lugo page, just um, actually women mothers who were entrepreneurs themselves and had uh, small, small businesses, small e-commerce stores. And so I was doing social media management and strategy for them. And for context, in January, I was making less than $2,000 a month, probably more on the $1,200 range. And when I started my Instagram page in January of 2021, Um, It took me about one and a half months until I hit uh, 15,000 followers and was making over 10K months. And that was all done 
by implementing my organic growth tactics that I'd learned along the way. Um, and none of it was due to advertising. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I kind of became my own case study and slowly started working with more and more business owners, honestly, primarily women. I think I've had three men um, <laughs> clients in my whole, uh, my whole year. And it's just been so exciting to see that not only do my strategies work for my account, but they work across industries and across niches. So not just for influencers, but for makers and creators, uh, product-based businesses, as well as service-based business or service providers. So mm -hmm. that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> that's amazing Like the, that you've managed to leverage that knowledge and, and turn it into such a successful business in such a short period of time, which is just testament to the fact that obviously what you're, what you're teaching is working because it, it's working for you and it's working for other people as well so let's talk Instagram and let's talk mm -hmm. video because I think those are the the two focuses for today what made you decide to focus on video content yeah so to be honest if it hadn't been for Instagram reels which is the latest surface on Instagram I would not have been able to grow as quickly as I did so I've gone now from zero to just under 45,000 followers in less than a year and when you look at the breakdown of where those um, followers where that audience is coming from those impressions they're coming from um, from reels, 75% are coming from reels. And so knowing full well that Instagram is competing with TikTok, with YouTube and other video platforms, you know, Pinterest is now becoming a video platform. Mm -hmm. We know for a fact that Instagram is pushing reels like no other piece of content inside of the app, right? That is their goal right now to get as many users adapted and using reels. And so as I started experimenting with reels, I had no idea what I was doing in the beginning. I actually <laughs> left a few of those early reels on my page. So you can go and take a look and laugh at me and see that we all start somewhere. Um, but I was seeing insane views coming in and I'm talking, I had maybe 500 followers at one point and my reels were getting 50,000 views. Mm -hmm. And so I knew through my, you know, knowledge with Facebook ads and through organic, you know, content that those types of impressions would never have been possible five years ago. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I started seeing that return in terms of impressions and then that translation from impressions to followers, from followers to paying clients and sales, I knew that this was exactly the type of content that I needed to prioritize. Mm -hmm. Okay. Quick question, because um, as we all know, Reels is kind of Instagram's version of TikTok. Uh, <laughs> it you, is. It's yeah. a complete copy. <laughs> uh, just just like they did with, uh, what was it, uh, Snapchat and Stories? Snapchat, yeah. Yep. They're good at that. Um, so if people are using Instagram and, use, and doing a lot of Reels, do you recommend they also have a TikTok account and sort of just double post in both? Can, like, can you just post the same thing to both places or is it better to kind of create you know, on each platform independently. Yeah. So from my experience, and I'm not a TikTok expert, that's a mm -hmm. definitely a different world. But from my experience, it does not work to be okay. reposting the same type of content on TikTok. Um, sometimes it works to repost TikTok content onto Instagram. Right. So something that you should know is that all trends 
all in, in like parentheses, um, <laughs> originate on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And usually what you see in terms of trending sounds or trending um, audio, music, lip syncs, all have originated on TikTok. So TikTok, I recommend get an account. Honestly, I understand the aversion to TikTok. I am, <laughs> you know, I'm turning 34 and I was always cringing at TikTok. I was thinking, you know, my 16 year old cousin is on there and I do not understand half the things I'm looking it's so at. Weird. <laughs> it's so weird. There are so many like micro niches of things I never knew existed. Yeah. And I think that the app can also be a little bit hard to navigate and mm. use if you're not used to that interface, which a lot of us aren't. Mm. And so, um, what I do recommend doing, what I do is I have a TikTok account, which I got in December after a lot of humming and hawing over it. <laughs> and what I do now is I use it for researching. So I recommend that you just get a TikTok and don't worry about posting. Just go and go to the explore page and take a look at trending hashtags, trending sounds, and you can even start finding little um, niches that are um, aligned with yours and see what's trending in that area because you'll get so many ideas for, you know, what type of reels that you, you can create as well. And you can follow, what I like to do is follow other niches that are not part of my, you know, Instagram coaching or social media coaching, but rather um, I like to follow fashion influencers or artists because they're coming up with really creative ways of using video and that helps me stay um, interesting and relevant as well. Mm -hmm. That's a really that's a really good idea because I think one of the big problems for those of us who are new to reels. I mean, I'm honestly I haven't done any. I don't think on my business accounts at this point. I played. I have like a Plantstagram, and I think I played around with a bit on there, but nothing fancy. Just like uploading some video with some music over it or whatever, and then awesome. it gets like five thousand views, and you're like, how the hell did that? Happen? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just one it's again I think for a lot of us it's just another thing that we have to do and it just kind of has fallen down the, the the priority list for me, but it's something I am thinking about, you know, getting into, which is why I'm so excited to talk to you. So, going back to what I was saying, I think a lot, problem a lot of us have is just not knowing what the heck to do. Like do I just upload a talkie? Like I feel like it's not yeah. something you just upload a talkie video. Like you have to do something clever and that feels like really <laughs> overwhelming when you aren't, when you don't watch a lot of the content and you, you kind of yeah. aren't immersed in it. So maybe, maybe the first step for those of us who, who want to try it is just, we just have to kind of jump in the deep end and spend a day or two just like watching reels and just get an yeah. idea of what a reel is. Yes, exactly. So think of it as like research, right? Before you write a paper, before you really do anything, before you start a business, you go and look at your competition and you understand what the market is doing and what it wants, right? So think of that very similarly when you're looking at reels or TikToks is you're trying to understand what does the market want? What are they talking about? And where do you come in and fit in those gaps? And mm. so definitely to get started, don't get overwhelmed. Just go and watch those, those videos. And as you're watching them, start saving the ones or liking the ones that kind of resound with you or trigger maybe an idea where you see something and you're like, oh, I could do something like that for mm. my business. Go and start saving those so that later on you can go into those saved folders inside of Instagram, um, into those saved audios, which all get saved into nice little like buckets on the app now for you. Uh, and then just 
pretend, start experimenting. And something that I did early on was I was not comfortable on camera. Before I became carb rule hard on Instagram, uh, <laughs> I had done one Instagram live for the UN and that was it. I was not comfortable <laughs> talking on stories. I didn't do stories. And so showing up on video every day, which I did in the beginning, uh, was very intimidating for me. And what I did to kind of get over that hump was I started small. I started with Instagram stories. So I just practiced talking, camera facing, and doing mini trainings or telling people a little bit about myself or my experience or my past work. And then so that you don't lose that stuff, go and save it to your highlights so that you've got an about me highlight, a how to work with me highlight, a product highlight, FAQs. And so that's kind of a nice way to get people introduced to you, start showing up comfortably. And then once that feels good and you've kind of figured out um, stories, which is pretty much the same interface as reels in terms of like the features you can mm -hmm. use, the text, the stickers, the filters, then you'll be a little bit more comfortable when you start on reels and see how, how everything works. Now, one thing about uh, reels I've noticed when I have watched them and, and I think video in general these days is it's an, you kind of need to put captions on everything right or text on everything like you need to assume people are watching without audio so here's the funny thing with reels um, where you're completely right most people are watching without audio but when it comes to TikTok and reels a lot of people are watching with audio and that's we know that because of the trending sounds mm -hmm. If those trending sounds weren't such a proxy for Instagram to signal whether or not a reel was high quality, um, and I'll get into that later, um, I think then I would be saying, let's put captions on all of our reels. But I actually teach the opposite. I say, don't use captions unless you're doing a video that is a talking head video, which means it's you talking directly to the audience and perhaps just teaching something. There's no fancy transitions. There's no, you know, funny moment. There's nothing. It's just you saying, these are five ways that you can uh, clean your paintbrushes. And then you could have the subtitles. But that being said, I like to coach that using text should be used in an entertaining way, mm -hmm. in a way that adds value and adds movement and adds some form of it's just another element that keeps that viewer watching longer and so i would like to say that you should just use the text as supplementary for the entertainment value that pops up once in a while on your reel maybe you've got a call to action at the end if you want to add even more information you would just say at the end of the reel uh, read the caption mm -hmm. or more info in caption and then in your caption is where you add all that additional information which also helps you not just for reels but for in-feed posts helps you rank with Instagram because they can index your content properly and identify what that's about and show it to more people who are engaging with similar content and so that's why it's important not just for reels but for regular posts in-feed posts carousel posts videos uh, to have long captions with lots of keywords. Uh, Instagram is functioning like a mini search engine now. So we have to be really mindful of that. You know, when you're building a website, you usually hire someone who's an expert at SEO, <laughs> but we're not gonna do that for Instagram. Instead, we're gonna be looking for those keywords, whether it be hashtags or um, when we go to the search bar, think of yourself 
as a consumer. So no longer are we searching for things like Sunday vibes or, you know, um, Friday night, but instead we're searching for services and products as we do inside of Google. Mm-hmm. That's really important information for people to to know because I think a lot of us who've been on the platform for a long time just think, oh, hashtags, that's the only way you can get found, you know, uh, is to just put that 30, those 30 hashtags, use all the slots. Um, but, yeah. even, but even now Instagram's <laughs> saying don't use so many hashtags, like you don't need to do that anymore. Just use a couple of really important ones and then, you know, have the yeah. content in your caption. Hey, do you want to start or overhaul your Etsy shop? If so, I have a freebie for you. It is my free Etsy quick start guide, and it's just a two-page checklist that will help you to make sure that you don't miss any important steps when you're starting or overhauling your Etsy shop. Don't make these common Etsy mistakes. Make sure your Etsy shop is the best that it can be. It's also packed full of links and additional resources on all aspects of Etsy shop setup. You can get it now by heading over to createandthrive.com forward slash Etsy guide. That's createandthrive.com forward slash Etsy guide. You can definitely use hashtags. It's not something I prioritize and it's not something I let um, my clients get bogged down by because what you'll find is as a small business owner, you've got limited hours in the day. And so if you're <laughs> thinking you're going to start implementing reels into your content strategy, right? That's going to take you at least two hours a week for one or two reels. So do you really want to be spending 30 minutes looking for hashtags <laughs> that will probably get you between 50 and a thousand additional impressions? Probably not. So I, I say, you know, lessen your stress. Let's focus on the priorities. And I, I also say like better or finished is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that as well. Got to get it out there. Don't don't yes. be so such a perfectionist that you never get it out there, especially with something like reels, like people, it's fun. It's quick. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, like Instagram used to all be, be all about the perfect picture, you know, having that, the beautiful amazing image uh that comes up that's on your feed and that's fine but i feel like we're kind of moving a bit beyond that uh these days that it's still nice to have a a feed that looks good but honestly most people aren't seeing that they're just finding you through what's coming up in their their feed as this as they're scrolling through the app so capturing their attention there is the most important thing Um, i noticed one thing you talk about is having a uh, cover for your reel can you talk about that for a minute Yeah, so riffing on what you just said, um, exactly right, that it's not just about aesthetics anymore, but what I want people to focus on as business owners or makers, products, services, is branding as a whole. So Mm -hmm. what I see a lot, like the biggest mistake I see people making with a small business is that there isn't an overall branded look and feel to their grid or to their reels tabs. And so that just means choosing anywhere between three to five colors, two fonts maximum, and always using those consistently so that people will start to associate you with that brand. And so that's why it's so important to use reels covers because instead of just choosing a still frame from the reel, which is the default option on on reels, you wanna use a cover that is 
branded, so in your colors and fonts, but that adds context to what I'm about to watch. Mm -hmm. So there's a new update in, it just came out in early November, where in the feed now, when you're on the home feed scrolling, you'll notice that when you get recommended some reels in between static posts, there'll be three reels that got recommended. And if you click on them, or if, even if you don't click on them, you'll see that the cover image shows up and it oscillates between the cover image and the start of the video. Right. So it's giving me that context. And then the latest thing is when I'm watching the reel, I will, as I'm watching it and it ends, the cover image comes up of the next reel that they want me to watch. And it will say, continue watching or watch now or something like this watch next and you can tap on it so if you imagine if there's no text on your reel or no cover image the chances of someone clicking onto there to watch your reel next get i think significantly decreased because mm, i have no idea what it's about exactly mm -hmm. and so because we know another update that's i think really exciting which is something i'm going to be focusing on more in the future in terms of courses is how to utilize your insights really strategically and so instagram now is making their insights a lot more user friendly as well and giving us a lot more info and intel and something that they do now is they break down like i mentioned earlier they break down your content so it'll say reels um, posts stories lives and it will show you a pie chart and break it out between followers who saw your content and non-followers that saw your content and every time no matter whose account i look at three times more of those impressions are coming from your non-followers mm -hmm. so if you're thinking oh well my my followers already know me they know my content they know that on mondays i do this that's just not the case anymore mm -hmm. if especially with reels okay awesome so if we were to just wanted to get starting started with reels like what what are sort of some of the elements you need to think about when you're making a reel Mm-hmm. So you want to think about the first thing, which is how are you going to capture your audience attention? Think about it as it's everyone calls this a hook, right? Mm -hmm. It's a hook is your clickbait. It's that stop the scroll text or a saying that you say. And it's super fundamental because people's attention spans are like goldfish. They're three <laughs> seconds long. They're literally just scrolling and watching and swiping. It's like Tinder. You're not even aware of what you're doing anymore. <laughs> and so it's so competitive to get someone's attention that it helps to add a hook. And a hook can mean some text on your reel. If you're not sure what I mean, go and watch some of my reels and you'll see that I have a hook um, in the form of text on the video itself that brings people into it, like how to grow your Instagram in, in 10 days or mm -hmm. uh, the five mistakes you're making on Instagram. That's a hook and it's quite universal. So think about adding that hook. And then the second element is keeping that reel short. So we're not trying to tell a massive, long, you know, 10 minute story. But the idea is that these are just micro video clips that give us a bit of a taste of, you know, something we might be missing, something we want to see more of. And then that's why we would go and hit that follow button or go and look for more content from that creator. Um, so you've got your hook and then you've got the short video. And then the third element that I'd recommend you do is, um, especially if you're getting started, is to use trending audio. So trending audio 
is really important because a lot of people, when they're creating reels, the first thing they do is look for audio. And so when they're scrolling through the feed and they find audio that they like or that, you know, resounds with them, they will go and save that audio. And Instagram has told us that the Reels algorithm likes it. It sends a positive signal to the algorithm. If let's say Jess posts a video with a, a Christmas song and then I, Car, am scrolling and find Jess's Reel and then I go and hit save, it's the Instagram algorithm will send a positive signal from Jess's account so that her account then gets shown to more people because Instagram cares about people spending time in the app. Mm -hmm. So that's that proxy signal saying people are going to create news or more reels with this sound that Jess used. So we're going to show her reel to more people because it's getting saved. And we know that they will then in turn probably go back and use that audio. So trending audio can help you in that sense. And the second way trending audio can really help you is that now um, for about a month and a half, there's been a, a little arrow pointing upward, the same as TikTok, to show us when we hit a sound if it's trending or not. And if you see a little gray arrow at the top that's pointing upward, that means that sound is trending and it's on the rise. And so the lower the amount of reels on that trending audio, so let's say there's 500 on one arrow, and another song, let's say Taylor Swift, has another trending up, up arrow, but there's 50,000 reels. I want you to prioritize making a reel with the 500 mm. audio. Because as we mentioned, when we're looking for ideas and looking at other types of reels with that audio, your, your reel is more likely to appear on that explore page of that 500 songs audio than it is on that 50,000 audio by Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, that, that does make sense. So how can people find the trending audio? Is it just when you're in the Reels interface and you bring up the audio uh, area? Or is it yeah, else there's a few looking? ways and I'm yeah. going to break them down because not every account has the same functionalities, which is really annoying. And so <laughs> first of all, I recommend you switch from a business account to a creator account, primarily, unless you are a, a not for profit where you need the fundraising um, settings, but mm -hmm. the creator account allows you to have the full access to the music library. And so it's all a question of music rights. And so mm -hmm. business accounts don't have the same library as creator mm, accounts. If you are a business account and you need to have that category, you can go into your settings and just change. You can keep business account, but change your category to entrepreneur. And that will give you the full access um, to the music library. So that's a little hack. Yeah, so tricky. how do you figure out if something's trending? or how do you find that audio, right? So one way is if your app is up to date and you've got the latest version, which I don't have, by the way, <laughs> uh, you go into the search bar, type in a song. So let's say you type in Britney Spears, whatever. Um, you'll see now that a little subset menu comes up. It'll say accounts, it'll say audio, it'll say, it might say people, locations. And so you'll tap audio and then all those audio options come up for you. So that's the easiest way. A lot of people don't have that option though. So a workaround is to type in the title of a song. So let's say uh, we know, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of a song right now. 
<laughs> Any song, Jess. <laughs> so let's say um, Hit Me Baby one more time. Wow. So that's the song we're looking for. You can type that in the form of a hashtag, and then you'll come to all of the photos or videos that use that hashtag, right? Mm -hmm. So usually the first video in the top left-hand corner, the first post, is going to be reels. So you tap into that and then you'll just scroll until you find that audio and hit save. So that's the workaround if you don't have the, the audio search function. Cool. So that's how you found find the music you want to find. Yeah. <laughs> I also post trending sounds every Tuesday. So oh, cool. I like to save save you time if you're not into scrolling endlessly for hours. I've I've done it for you. We we will obviously put your Instagram link in the show notes, everybody. So <laughs> check that out. Make sure you're following Car because she has a lot of really <laughs> awesome stuff on her Instagram that will teach you things. I, I was looking through it going, Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, I love that. So it's very good. I'm following you. I'm definitely gonna be checking out all your posts. Um <laughs> So, awesome. so one thing I just do, I want to say, and you'll probably laugh at me, but I want to make this clear to people. You don't have to dance in a reel. No, <laughs> no, I've just started dancing. And it's so funny because once again, I was mortified and I was judgy and judgmental of myself. And I was thinking, I'm never going to be one of those people that dances. Like, can you imagine? Like, who, who, who are these people and who do they think they are? And now I have started dancing in my reels and it's quite cringy. I can't rewatch them. And my cousin, the 16 year old I mentioned, uh, will actually like, if we're in the same room, will show me the reel and just burst out laughing when it's me and I'm just dying. But my, my, my almost two year old daughter loves it. <laughs> But no, you do not have to dance, not at all. So to get started, I recommend you doing just a camera facing reel and point. Pointing is honestly, it's not lame. It's very eye catching. It's super easy to do. Um, and if that's even too much, just practice speaking and using your text to come up in a playful way sporadically while you're speaking. So when you're editing in the reels uh, part of Instagram, you can like put text so it only shows up for certain parts of the video. Is that how do they do yes. that? It's just like magic. Yeah, so you can time it. It's all just this little slider bar on the bottom of the okay, reel that you cool. can move around. Um, and I show you how to do this. I've got a reels course where I show you exactly how to get started, how to edit, how to use the features. And uh, I make it very easy to get you going because <laughs> that's really the, the pain point is like, well, how do I use all these things? Yeah, and, yeah. What know? do all these symbols mean? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's really overwhelming at first. Yeah, learning it. You know, again, it's just that one one new thing that, you, you know, kind of have to get your head around. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's funny. I think it's in, it seems to be intuitive to younger people or people who are kind mm -hmm. of, you know, have been on the platform. But especially if you come from TikTok, you probably, you know, have learned how to edit over there. And I'm assuming it's pretty similar on uh, reels as well so yeah don't don't let that stop you just spend a bit of time figure it out yeah. we, we can always figure it out just takes yeah yeah baby steps it. that's right <laughs> but yeah those pointing ones are easy you know pointing to things teaching somebody five things whatever and of course for those of you who are still a bit camera shy just mm -hmm. film yourself doing stuff making stuff like yes. you don't even have to put your face in it just like over the shoulder you know straight mm -hmm. down whatever like i see so many wonderful 
like reels and, and stories and stuff pop up where it's you know the per- the makers showing the process of of what they're doing mm. um it's really interesting actually talking about video i just recently on etsy you can now add video so you can add a 15 wow. second video to your listings on etsy and uh, i just recently got around to doing that so i've made like because we sell a lot of rings so i've made like a, a video 15 second video of like how the process of us making rings like clips stuck together and then sped up so it fits in the 15 seconds perfect and then i've got another one for like some of our earrings where i just have a clip of me showing a few clips of me making the earrings again so it's just and i've actually seen a huge spike um in conversions after i've i've put those videos in to our posts so i think they're definitely having an impact because you know you're showing people that you're a real person that you're really Mm -hmm. doing this thing you're really making it from scratch you're not buying it from china and pretending like you made it you know you you're showing yourself doing the the steps and they they see a little bit of that behind the scenes and realize the amount of work perhaps that goes into Mm -hmm. creating this thing and you know i think that's an incredibly useful part of the process for, for those of us who are makers and artists because it educates our customers on what goes into our craft and what they're paying for you know that the skill and the knowledge that they're paying for so think about the same thing for reels and stories you know how can you teach people and show people the behind the scenes of, of what you're doing in the process of what you're doing uh, and it can be incredibly interesting even even like I've noticed a few a few makers who've been doing this for a while now like who kind of started doing video on their their store their um their actual posts and then sort of mm. did more on stories and now we're doing more on reels so they're kind of the early adopters and they just have huge followings humongous yes. followings because that's become more and more and more what people are watching and so I yeah. think those of us who perhaps have been hesitant to hop on video, uh, I think the time is coming where if we don't, we are definitely going to be left behind. Yeah, and that's that's just the truth of it. But you've given so many good examples of exactly how you know to show up on video without showing your face. And as makers or product owners, it's such a nice um place to be in because me as a service provider I have to show my face (laughs) and so it's very difficult otherwise but you can also do um you know get warmed up by showing yourself um with the camera you know times three or times five sped up as Jess mentioned uh but doing something as well so you show up in it It can be the side of your body it can be you know just your hands in in the shot yeah absolutely yeah that would be a great way to get started Mm, for sure uh, and I yeah probably a bit more a bit more comfortable for some people just to to get yeah. started with that. And it's so easy these days, you know, to buy a simple rig. You know, you can get those mm-hmm. little um, those little tripody things that just clip onto your, your phone, and you can use that to film with. And they're not expensive. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. you need is that and some decent half decent lighting, well, and you're away really. Yeah, a lot of the tripods now come with ring lights and you can get them for under $25 for a decent one to mm. just get started. And then as you get more comfortable, you can upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. So is there anything else we really need to know about reels? We've covered a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know, I could talk about reels for about seven hours. So there's a lot more that I'm sure we could cover, but I feel like we got a lot of the the foundations out of the way, and I think this is this is great. 
Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I, I certainly feel a bit more, okay, you know, this is doable. Let's, let's give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do some pointing, do some, do some something. I don't know. Like have a, I think the first step for me and a lot of people will be just to immerse ourselves in reels for a little while and yes. actually spend time kind of seeing what other people are doing in our, in our niche. Uh, you know, what, yes. what people, what other makers are doing, what other artists are doing, and then maybe just look outside of our niche too, for some, maybe some fresh ideas that nobody's picked up on yet. That's always a good thing. Uh, cause that way you might be the one who ends up trending because you've brought something new to the, to the like space, I guess. It's exactly. Never, never a thing to, yeah, never a bad thing to do that. Um, so yeah, I hope everybody feels a little bit more comfortable with the idea of reels now and thinking about giving it a go. Um, so if you do, if you listen to this episode, make sure to tag both of us. So we've got me tag at create and thrive and Carbrill Heart. That's K A R B R U L H A R T, I believe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we can have a look and give you give you a like of your reel and what you've been what you've been learning. Um, Car, thank you so much for coming on the thank show today. You. My pleasure. I feel like I, I'd love to keep you here for hours and just like pick your brain, but <laughs> the evening you got things to do. You got to sleep, so I got to let you go. I have to okay. actually go film my reel for tomorrow. Right. <laughs> trending audio recommendations. So that's what I'm going to do now. <laughs> Ah, the work of an entrepreneur, always never ending, isn't it? Um, so if people want to follow you, obviously I just mentioned your Instagram, find out more about you, perhaps work with you. What's the best place to go? Honestly, it's Instagram uh, or my website, kbbrandmarketing.com. Um, I also have a Reels course, which um, you will get a discount code in the show notes and it will teach you. It's five modules from start to finish, step-by-step, how to get started with reels, how to use all the features. Um, I show you my signature method of coming up with ideas quickly, um, how to batch create, how to use transitions. And I also go into actual um, strategy. So I talk about content pillars, content strategy, uh, looking at your metrics, understanding them, how mm -hmm. to use them to create more content and a whole lot of other bonuses in there as well. I'm glad you just said that because you just said one word that I totally meant to ask you about it and totally forgot, which is transitions. Can you just explain oh, what yeah. a transition is before we, okay, before we so wrap up? Okay, transition, yeah, yeah, which is a whole other hour. But <laughs> Just briefly, five minutes, come on. <laughs> the only way to think about it with transitions is if you've got five frames in a video, how are you making the shift from frame one to frame two to frame three to frame four to frame five? And so you'll see these now, whenever you see a reel, you'll notice that either someone will clap or snap their fingers or turn their head or drop a pile of clothes um, or kick their shoe up. And the next thing you know, they're in a new outfit or you know, a, a video pops up or a photo pops up or um, maybe another person comes up. So those are transitions and they are, they're not, necessary but they definitely help and i see now that people using transitions tend to get higher views so they are more effort to create um, they're definitely more advanced because you need to understand how to use the timing feature but again we're going to teach you all that inside the course <laughs> 
They look really fun too. Like they definitely capture They're your attention. So fun. It's like I've seen and they make the, it fun. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, I've seen the like the fashion bloggers and stuff where they'll like turn around and and once they face front, they'll be in a new outfit or yeah, like yeah. you said. So it just it kind of it adds that element of fun to your videos. But one thing really for for makers is mm-hmm. um, if you don't want to do fancy transitions, think about using stop motion. Because oh, yeah. that in itself is a transition. So stop motion videos are really popular and they're quite a low lift. Mm-hmm. Can you do that from within the app? Yeah, so stop motion is basically just a series of images mm-hmm. that get compiled together, right? So they're like almost like a GIF. Yeah, so yeah. you're actually just photographing either images or taking really short micro clips. So I recommend using Instagram stories filming all your little micro clips of the sequence and then downloading them and importing them as video clips into reels unless you want to create directly in reels but uh, sometimes reels can be glitchy and sometimes Mm -hmm. we just you know we're creating with a camera or you know inspiration strikes and we just use a video so (laughs) (laughs) that is a great little tip thank you very much for that okay thank you again thank you for all of your knowledge thank you for sharing with us tonight today whatever time it is i'm like so confusing it's like 11 a.m for me and 7 p.m for you or something on the day before of course it's always fun um and uh we will uh well i certainly will be following you on instagram and uh giving it go to some reels and i hope we've inspired some people to do the same so thank you so much car Oh, thank you, Jess. Thank you so much. So are you inspired to dive into the world of Instagram Reels now? I hope so. I hope you enjoyed this one. I had a really good time chatting with Car, and I am looking at doing some Reels in 2022. Remember, if you do want to start the year strong and have some guidance and work your way through the year, I have the course for you over at Your Year to Thrive. You can check it out at youryeartothrive.com or just join up over at thrivercircle.com and you'll get your first lesson very soon after joining and you'll get one lesson a week for 52 weeks. And we cover everything in that course, everything. We start with your visioning and getting your, you know, your idea for what you want your business to be. And then we do planning and then we cover how you want to sell, marketing, all sorts of stuff, everything you need is in that course. So head on over to Your Year to Thrive to find out more about that. I'll catch you again in 2022. Here's hoping it's a better year than the last few. Take care of yourselves and each other and I will be back soon. Bye for now.